and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? Oh, oh, the fuck! I had a shit. No, I shouldn't. It's past tense now, son of a bitch. <laughs> Broadcasting live from the Booze League headquarters, 16.0 ounces on the dial. The Kamish Wiley Withers, Coley Wyman, Sandro Arevalo. This is the Boozecast. Catch up on what you missed online at boozeleague.com and on your mobile device on iHeart or iTunes. All right, let's get it started. Some of my songs I have casually mentioned The fact that I like to drink beer this The first draft of March. Traditionally, March Traditionally the month where I drink the most Not nice. even kidding Are you off to a good start? Uh, uh, sadly, yeah, yeah <laughs> I've really uh, I actually warmed, a face buzz I warmed up for all the drinking I was going to do in March by drinking in the last few days of February, apparently. Um, Smart tactic. I didn't mean to. I felt like I was drinking less than normal, but um, then I look back and I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> and, you know, you get in that in that place where you're like, you know, this seems like a good idea, and it's not, but you're like, yeah, fuck, I'll take one more beer. Yeah, <laughs> oh, God. And you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Um, you should be made to let it go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> might be. Yeah. Like, let it go. <laughs> That's what uh, the past couple of days of my life has been like. Um, I don't know how you guys have been. Wiley in the month of March. Well, what was Saturday? Saturday was February 27th? Yeah, uh, Monday was the first, so yeah. Yeah, I did yeah. I did a little bit of drinking after I installed a side job with Nick. I got pretty silly. You, you know nice. what's wrong with that, though? Nothing. Not a damn thing. That's right. Not even a little bit. Oh, I was living my best life. Like, I miss just, like local brewery hopping on a Saturday and eating pizza and just yeah just the, the thing and that's what sucked me in like uh yesterday I think day before whatever well I think when I when I like we FaceTimed a bit I, I had to stop by institution it's two minutes from my house and I had to get myself a spicy honey bacon pizza oh with, my favorite with the feta cheese and all the nonsense the and the bacon cheese. oh my god it's so freaking good and I have zero regrets. When it comes to regrets, dude got zero. Not even no a letter? Not even a <laughs> single letter. Like not even a single letter? Nothing. Not a thing. So, um, welcome into Draft 80, everybody. It is um, the 80th draft of the Boozecast. And the first of March, my favorite month. Even though I'm not even born in this month, I feel like I am. Uh, tonight, we're getting to Drinks from the Globe. For Sancho, his ongoing segment, he's going to focus on the craft beer scene in Mexico City. We got some news to go over as well. And just like uh, Coley just had a birthday, as we know, we celebrated a little bit here on the Boozecast. But since uh, me and Sancho, with back-to-back birthdays in January, went over all the the days of the national days and the (laughs) people who were born, like we went, it was a pretty solid... Draft of celebrating me and Sancho's uh, days, as it were. We got to do that for Coley as well. We're going to find out what is up with that. And I got some classy cocktails for St. Patrick's Day. These are not just drop and die uh, into a beer to make it green. These are actually cocktails that you can make. Some are hard. Some are actually fairly fucking easy. And you can actually be uh, a classy some bitch. Dude, that sounds like St. Patty's Day. Hard and really fucking easy. Hard mm-hmm. and easy yeah. at the same time. Mm-hmm. Go hard in the easiest way. 
is how I look at it. Um, but all that being said, the first thing we got to do is wet our whistles while we're <laughs> drinking uh, with our a beer of the day. Beer is a fermented beverage made with cereals and water. The beer of the day. All right, Sancho. All right, we're going to take it away over here. Sancho yeah. on the airwaves. Right, Sancho everybody. in the evening. Brought to Hello, you by everyone. KCRP. KCRP. Uh, okay, everybody. Tonight I am featuring the Double Mind Haze from Firestone Walker Brewery, which um, it's a new beer of ours that just came out. And um, pretty uh, pretty stoked on how this is going to do. I think it's going to do well for those hazy drinkers out there. Um if you like Mind Haze, you're going to like Double Mind Haze because it tastes pretty much exactly the same, except it's just got a little bit more alcohol. It's twice as it. good. It's, uh, <laughs> eight, it's yeah, 8.3%. Oh, oh, sorry. Sorry, I'm here. Wait, wait, why? why alcohol. Right, one more time. That, alcohol. I figured that, it's not working. Yes, because it's a double. So we did it twice. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Wait till we get so, to uh, yeah, no, I mean, everything you like about it, and you're just going to feel a little bit of that extra warm hug of the alcohol inside of you when you drink it. So, uh, yeah, definitely get yourself some. It's out all over the place pretty much right now. Um, untapped at a 339 rating, says it at a 4.05. Wow. It's not bad. Not, not bad. Shabby. Get out there and get you some. Enjoy it. Get uh, it. I like it. I think it's tasty. It's... Uh, it's it's mine haze. I mean, basically, it's it's kind of like what I expected mine haze to be, but you know, they just kind of made mine haze what it was. So here we are. Took it to another level. They wow, doubled that really went the deep. level of the haze, as it were. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, yes. I guess on that, then I'm gonna go because I am drinking a northeast style hazy triple IPA by Revision Brewing Company. It's called Poor Decisions. Um, I like triple IPA. She is it like yeah. poor, like P-O-U-R? P-O-U-R decision. Look at that. And there's a I unicorn like on it, like making all these little beer oh, cans. Oh, hell yeah. The can art is amazing, which, I mean, I know. A bold strategy, it's, Cotton. It's not actually a bold strategy to pick beers based on the can art, but, you know, this one actually is really delicious. Delicious. Um, there are 8,674 ratings on Untapped. It has Damn. A, yeah, it has a 4.16. Oh, what's up now? I know. Wow. Um, 11% alcohol. Damn. Alcohol. 67 IBUs. And here's the description. It is on the can and also an untapped. It says, it's late, probably close to 3 a.m., but your phone is for making questionable calls and looking at funny videos, not for checking time. Fair. Yeah. Wh- what? <laughs> fair. Oh, fair. yeah. Sure, yeah, sure. Fair. <laughs> yeah, one more sounds like a good idea. Maybe even a great idea. And whoa, you're a unicorn. Brewing this beer with Mosaic, Vic Secret, Amarillo was a good decision. And that's what it says. So, my God, I feel attacked by that description. On the nose, it's like they were listening to me talk about the last couple days. Imagine just <laughs> drinking triple IPAs until three in the morning. Ooh, who oh. is the, who are these people? You'd end up on my front lawn like homeboy spinning his tires <laughs> right. and exploding his shit. Um, oh my God, that's gnarly. It smells really dank. It has a really like dank, skunky kind of smell. Like nice. That's um, awesome. It also smells really tropical. It has um, a pretty actual bitter finish. It's not very like smooth on the finish, but um, you can def. It's like you said, 
I think you said yours was a little hot from the alcohol. A little like you, this one's yeah. a little little boozy for a hazy, and you can tell you Killing cannot. It. it looks like juice. You cannot see through <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, legitimately, um, it looks like you need to chew that beer. It's it's definitely like a one and done for the for the night. I think at eleven percent, but it is <laughs> a. Re- I mean, it's really complex for what it is. It's really delicious. I'm feeling it. Whew. I'm feeling it. What do we drink from here? I'm feeling, I'm feeling it. it. <laughs> Shout out to Blink. All right. All right. You know, it, it takes 182 muscles to blink. Anyways. Does it? So, I don't know. <laughs> blink 182. I know. That was, I was like, wow, that's so say, clever. That's pretty good. <laughs> what if they came up with the, uh, the name of the band from that? I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> we're going on to mine. Uh, mine is from Boomtown. What's up, Boomtown? Boom. Um, it is the Graffiti Imperial Northeast IPA. It's 8.4% on the ABV. Alcohol. And it actually has IBUs of 18. Not nearly as much as Coley has. Uh, Untapped right now has a little uh, shy of 1,000 ratings at 4.07. This is part of their artist series. And as you can see, I'm going to hold this up. Uh, the cans Ooh, look like spray paint. paint or, That's pretty cool. That's way cool. I like that. Which is kind of cool. Like, um, and each one in in the in um, the four pack that you get is a different color can. So it looks, it's like you get four different colors of paint. That is so or cute. something, which is kind of fun. I love that. Uh, I'm gonna take a quick little drink. I'm gonna tell you what uh, Boomtown has to say about this. Nice. What did he say the alcohol was on it? It is 8.4% alcohol. I'm going to get real silly and you guys are going to... But even then they got like, you know, they got kind of the whole, the whole can is covered in kind of like street art, um, graffiti type stuff, which is kind of cool. Um, so here's what they have to say about that. Hazy double IPA brewed with Citra, Mosaic, and 007 hops. Um, a juicy IPA <laughs> is that how the song goes? I don't know. Um, a juicy IPA. It's not like you were plucking your magic twanger. <laughs> my magic plucking twanger. your magic twanger. Hey, don't tell Nick you know about my magic twanger. Okay, that's just wild. They're plucking his magic twanger. Well, it's me again. Uh, it's a juicy IPA with notes of pineapple, tropical fruit, kiwi grapefruit and lime rind which i assume Ooh. tastes different than the meat of the the lime i guess I don't the know. meat the it, lime meat well it's more bitter <laughs> <laughs> isn't that carne asada that's my favorite lime, the <laughs> lime. Down for they that. put the lime on the meat i think it would eat be, it all up it would just be called like i don't know never mind the pulse <laughs> the zest the zest, right. Yeah, the zest. Zest. You have to expel. So uh, some of the uh, oh the uh, cocktails uh, for the St. Patrick's Day thing I have mm-hmm. talk about expelling the oil from the orange rind. Oh. And I just like, that sounds so like What's the difference visceral. between expelling and secreting? Um, I think one is voluntary. And one is, in, one is forceful. And the other is because you're squeezed in the wrong way. For instance, no, I'm not even going to say it, dude. Like, but there, there are things that the vet does to expel certain things for Darby. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And so when do. I see that as part of a cocktail recipe, I'm like, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe just say squeeze or twist. <laughs> maybe twist the rind. Like, why are we expelling here? Why do we got to get into that? So, anyways. You know, I looked uh, on my can real quick. Mine says it contains yeah. live yeast. Whoa. Live yeast. Not that now means you're the host for live yeast. I guess yeah. so. 
Holy shit, is this like the beginning of some type of Japanese like horror sci-fi thing? I don't know. <laughs> you gonna come out of my TV later? <laughs> Precisely. Anyway, hey, uh, side note, fun fact. Uh, that movie, The Rings, yeah. the girl that played uh, the chick that came out of the TV mm-hmm. uh, is one of my friends. Like, she does all kinds of weird contortionist stuff. So it's like all the pictures of her backstage and makeup is really entertaining to watch. Like, That's crazy. Pretty cool. Nice. Yeah, part of the amazing Flying Morgans of Hollywood. Well-known family, strangely. So, Anyways, uh, those are our beers of the day. <laughs> The Commish. Coley Wyman. Sandro Alevalo. The Booze Cast. Um, stoked to be able to do this segment again. The Drinks from the Globe thing was um, something I just thought about. Because, you know, I mean, obviously we, we've all, like, had stories. We've traveled and all kinds of good stuff. And... Um, it's cool, actually. Like a couple of my friends that listen to the podcast have already hit me up and been like, uh, and giving me some stories and some things about their travels. So, I mean, for one, it's cool because I actually have a couple of friends that are listening to, <laughs> to this, and uh, two, their their travels were pretty cool, and it's uh, I'm like learning more about my friends too, which is really cool. So, nice. um, so That's yeah, good shit. Just gotta awesome. keep them nameless. Yeah, I know from last time. I know, <laughs> it was but just a joke. I don't. I don't think that one. I don't think Daniel listens. I mean, he should. It just probably, depends on the situation, we'll you know. Like, yeah. you know, sure. Not everyone needs to be nameless, but sometimes maybe. Uh, maybe maybe Daniel's you know. a completely made up name too. Oh <laughs> damn! Hey, oh, oh. <laughs> mind blown. Right. Maybe I don't even know Daniel. I've Touché. never met Daniel in my whole life. So. A bold strategy, <laughs> Cotton. All right, so onwards. Um, the, the, you know what? For the globe, uh, drink from the globe segment, I'm gonna go to Mexico City. Um, and uh, it seems maybe a little kind of unorthodox to go there to talk about craft beer, but it actually um, it's it's a bustling metropolis. So um, it's a huge city, and it has a wide array of arts and culture and craft beer. And um, I don't know if you guys knew this, but the elevation is uh, over 7,000 feet. It's like 7,382 feet, which means drinking there gets like catching a buzz like in Denver. I was just going to say, it's like, like Colorado. Yeah, okay. I know. It, like it's so, like here in America, we're like, wait, Mexico City's up on a mountain? Like it's kind <laughs> of a mine. It's next to a big lake or something too, right? Like, Yeah, it's weird. It's like the, geogra- the geography down there is intense. It's really cool. Um, yeah, I mean, it's basically, it's like the city of the clouds pretty much. And, um, it's got a population of over 8.85 million people. That's a lot of people. Yeah, it's, it's nuts. It is definitely crazy. Um, it is an adventure. Like if you're like an adventure traveler, you know what I mean? It's definitely worth checking out. You know, if you, if you're down to like, you know, kind of hit up some roughness, but the, the thing would be is like, if you're in Mexico, you're probably traveling to another spot. You're probably landing in Mexico city and then going to a destination spot. But while you're there, or like when you come back and you're, and you're waiting for your plane, if you do spend some time there, there's some really cool breweries that you could actually check out. And um, even as busy as it is, I drove through there once when I was 14, and it was pretty cool. Um, didn't stay for long, but ate a lot of really good food. And I honestly, as a 14-year-old, just tripped out on the amount of people and you know the traffic and how everyone just like lived there. It was, it was pretty cool. Uh, my sister did a year abroad there in college. 
And that's who actually turned me on to this at first because she's, she's like super into craft beer as well too. So she said the music scene, the art scene, and then there was like an up-and-coming like craft uh, beer scene too. And so here's like a couple that I just looked up um, that I definitely would go visit if I was visiting uh, Mexico City. Um, Casa Cerveza Morenos is a unique tap room. And it collabs with other breweries in the area um, to do like their their guest beer or their tap beer. They have like a house beer, uh-huh. and so like every month or however long it takes to cycle through it, they go and they'll, they'll their team will go brew, go brew a beer with one of the local breweries, and then they'll feature them on tap for that month. That's so cool, and, uh, right? I it's love like that. a community yeah, thing. Yeah, it is a community yeah. thing. That'd be really cool. I think more people should do that kind of stuff. For I sure. do too. Like all the local ones here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and um, they did 100%. a collab with Humble Sea. You know Humble Sea. We've featured their yeah, beers here many times. So all the way down in Mexico City, they did a collab with uh, Humble Sea. Wow. And, um, the Manguito Double IPA. So it was like a double IPA with mango. Oh, sounds delicious. Manguito oh, sounds pretty cool. Huh? I love it, man. Manguito. Yeah, for sure. Um, the Cerveceria Paracadista. Um, this is another one that's definitely like it really works with more kind of local stuff too. It's um, you know they could incorporate different like you know they're obviously like hoppy farmhouse ales and Mexican lagers, but then they could incorporate different kind of like um, natural like plants and herbs and stuff that grow around. Um, and they definitely get experimental with some of their beers, um, some small batch stuff. It's pretty cool. I mean, a lot of these people kind of have their head in the right place where they're just kind of expanding um, people's beer palettes because obviously down there the beer is pretty pretty straightforward. Um, let's see. Another one, the Cerveceria Casaco. Um, this one has been there since 2000, so it's been there for a while, oh, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I thought it'd be time. yeah a good one to shout out. And the thing about this one is that it actually is um, it's an art gallery as well, too. So oh, they nice. have, yeah, they have like a, you know, definitely art shows going through there and uh, they're really popular. So not only do they have amazing red ales, pilsners and saisons and barley wines, but, um, you know, they have these incredible like installations that are there as well, too. So, um, so yeah, I mean, that's just like a, a handful. I mean, the list goes on and on, but I went on to Hop Culture. Uh, you can check them out at hopculture.com and they have a wide array of really cool stuff that you can check out brewery wise and beyond, honestly. Um, but something I thought that I came across was pretty cool is the Acermex. It's uh, it stands for the, uh, the breweries, La Asociación de Cervecerías Artesanales de Mexico. So basically it's the artisanal, uh, craft beer makers of Mexico have like a guild down there. And uh, if you want to check that out, it's uh, acermex.org, sorry, acermex.org, A-C-E-R-M-E-X.org. And they're pretty much like, they got all these like little breweries backs, you know, they're making sure that they're, they have the resources and the availabilities to continue to make craft beer, which is really important because back in the day, the, um, the core beer, big beer, big business beer back in Mexico wouldn't ever allow like a small business to make beer and be their competition. So nowadays things have definitely changed a lot and uh, yeah, we could all benefit from it. I love that. Well, and that, that's a, that's a huge thing. Uh, one of the, um, my parents industry um, and one of the companies I work for, um, we're an independent company who has united as a group with another eight independent companies. And now we can, keep up with some of the bigger 
uh, competitors, some of the, the massive like nationwide corporations that can do these huge buys and can really put weight on the market. But now since there are uh, eight of us, we can yeah. also stand up and kind of push back against that a little bit. And that's, you can't, like, once you get that kind of leverage and once you get those, like, especially those small independent breweries getting together to create something to um, have a, a, a market, uh, we call it an independent buying group is what we call it in our industry, but same idea for the uh, for the breweries. That's huge. Yeah. Like, when that, that gets you some clout and gets you um, access to, to stuff that, you know, in terms of distribution, in terms of, you can bulk buy a, like yeah, all your grains bulk, and yeah. the hops and everything. You know what all I mean? the everything so, goes yeah. into it. Yeah, hundred percent. That's huge. So that's awesome. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. Definitely want to check it out. Yeah, I definitely do too. That would be like a a bucket list thing to hit Mexico City and some breweries down there. Yeah, I'd like to do wild. a little road trip, like not road trip to Mexico City, but get to Mexico City and then <laughs> head out from there. Around. Like, yeah, like spend a few nights in Mexico City, hit breweries and whatnot. I mean, I know there's. I mean, you talk about the center of a culture, like hit all that. And then, you know, I mean, being from Southern California, I'm not very good at geography. So whatever's close to there that we could go to from there, yeah. I'll be down to check it out and get some Thanks. culture. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> sick. Booze League Radio. All right. You guys ready for um, a little bit of news here on uh, Booze Cast? Uh, yes, like, Jesus Christ. Like, not even a single letter. Booze Cast Draft 80. Okay, fine. All right, news time. Spanning the globe to bring you all the news that's fit to booze to, this is the Booze Line News. KBCE, Booze League Radio. All right, so our first one, so I'm splitting my pages off here, so I'm not holding a whole sheath of things. First thing, we're going to the UK for our first story of the evening Cadbury announces a collaboration with Goose Island Brewing UK to create a cream egg beer <laughs> sounds really gimmicky but go yeah, on a little bit yeah, yeah but the beer is called the golden <laughs> gooberly cream stout uh the name is a reference to its own golden goobly a uh, season-long celebration of the brand's 50th birthday, which kicked off at the beginning of the year. I'm guessing that came from Jubilee, um, which, you know, means to celebrate something. So, Goobirly really is, um, that's like three or four removed from the original word that it's based off of. So. May I ask you a quick yeah. question, both of you? Yes. Fair. When's the last time you guys had a Cadbury cream egg? Probably Never. last Easter. Not one time. Never? I have one probably once at Easter. I usually do, too. I usually... Okay, so clearly I don't get, like, Easter baskets or anything anymore because, you know, <laughs> in your 30s. But um, if I'm at the grocery store, you know, and you're, like, checking out, and you're like, oh, they have them by the register, you know? Like, right as you're checking out, you, right where the credit card terminal is, and I'm always like, Crow Cadbury <laughs> again, just once a year. Oh, my they're, they're, I have never oh. in my life had a Cadbury cream. Wow. They're, they're pretty they're good. They're actually pretty good, like, in, yeah, in moderation, good. you know? I'm a texture Once guy. more than enough. So, well, it's the the whole cream thing to me just scared well, me. Well, it's not. It it's all, It's kind of like thick. It's not. Um, yeah. It's not runny. It's hard to describe. Yeah. No, it's not runny. It's not like yolky. It's. Um, it's just like almost like it's... Oreo filling. Yeah, that's much. what she said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this got really dirty really fast, but 
Yep. Yeah. I, just, I, I mean, recommend you, right. you trying one because I hadn't had one for a while and I got one and it was pretty damn good. So the boys still get baskets, so that's why, like, obviously I've like had. Yeah, them. for sure. But um, I don't know. I mean, I guess that's a good question going into the future here. As my kids get older, am I gonna like? We'll see. Only time will tell. Maybe you'll just buy them candy instead of like baskets or something. I yeah exactly yeah. yes. But no but peeps. Yeah, peeps are the devil. Sorry, Wiley. Go on. <laughs> I digress. No, that's fine. That's fine. Um, so this is a limited edition beer available for sale in the UK. Sorry, everybody who's probably listening to this, but I still had to say it because it happened. Um, but you can get it on Goose Island's website if you live in the UK. Check their website. Maybe you can get it if you live in the US as well. Um, who knows? In limited quantities. We'll see. Give it a check. But it's made with a blend of malted barley, oats, wheat, milk sugar, cacao, cacao, cacao nibs, and uh, vanilla beans that, quote-unquote, lift the cream and chocolatey notes to deliver a celebratory beer that is smooth, rich, and excellently balanced. Uh, I would definitely try that. I would totally Uh, drink it. I would uh, be my beer of the day if I had it. Excellently. I wonder if it pairs well with the cream egg. Probably is amazing with a cream egg. Funny enough, not mentioned in that article. Uh, if well, it I does would do it. Actually, like, would that be too much cream egg? Is that like cream egg upon cream egg? Is that like double the cream <laughs> I egg? I don't know. Give me two. Because then they're just testicles. Well, <laughs> um, kind of like those peanut butter and jelly beers that I want to try with a. Like, would it I, would it pair well with a, with peanut butter I, and jelly that's sandwich? That's what is I want to good? find out. I would imagine so. Yeah, I, Coley, I feel like you got to find that out. Well, I'm like, trying we, to get my hands on some peanut butter and jelly beers. It's quite hard. This is this is the people need to know. Well, you got to find a peanut so. butter beer and then you got to find a jelly beer. They have they make both though peanut butter jelly. Yeah, and there one is combo. And then Wiley will <laughs> Wiley will play <laughs> the song recently. for me. Peanut butter jelly time. Peanut butter jelly. Peanut butter jelly peanut time. Butter jelly, peanut butter jelly. Peanut butter jelly and a baseball bat. I think so we should this do might... that as one of our beers of the day next time. Then well, we, all right. Well, we got to find them. We got to find, find a first, peanut butter but... or a jelly or one of both. It's on the board. It's on the board for we'll our We'll have to all let each other day. know when we can find one. Coming up soon. Yeah, once we find one. We all got to have different brands. We all can't have the same one because that's cheating. Oh. Um, this might come as a surprise, but this is Cadbury's first collaboration with the beer. Oh, so, wow. You know, they, they were, they were doing with collabs this. with vodka last time, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe it's like not the first They're booze like, We need brand, to turn it down. But, <laughs> but, it's uh, going to be Ralph- seltzers next. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Cadbury seltzer. Would you like to try our cream seltzer? Well, oh, please. You know what, though? <laughs> it tastes like chocolate and regret. I was going to say, if it tastes like cream soda, I'm down. Uh, you know what? Cream point, soda is actually. like my yeah, favorite soda. Bad. My favorite. Uh, so just close this story out. Rafael Capitani. Hey, who's he the sounds brand- like he's eating a cream egg or two. Oh, he probably has, yeah. Um, who is a brand manager for Cadbury Cream Egg says, we can't wait for people to try our very first beer and raise a glass to five delicious decades of the Cadbury cream egg. Oh, it's five. I, weren't we just talking about that? How long that has been around? Because those commercials have been around forever. Oh, my God. Yes. What? So that's five decades. That's 50 years. Yeah, 50 years of the Cadbury cream it's egg. It's been around as long as I can remember TV. Is like one of my first memories of watching TV is that commercial. Yeah. 
Oh, like the slow motion, they break the egg open. It's like, bro. No, no the it's just the, the the bunny on the stage. And then the oh, animal, yeah, that, I remember all the that animals too. that try yeah. out for the... There's like a for lion. The, for, the, for the spot. And there's yeah. a kitty cat. Yeah. It's, and it's the that. same commercial. like, And they play it every year. And it looks, I mean, it looks old AF. That's I like it. Really... When I see it, I'm like, oh, no, I mean, like, I don't know. It's, it's nostalgic. Actually a really I like good it commercial. too. Yeah. It's, it's weird. Yeah, like there's a, isn't there like a, a, a lion with a bunny yeah, ears? Yeah. He's like, Buck! Bark, bro! Then he gets all crazy trying to <laughs> try, it, dude. That's actually really funny. Nope. All right, let's talk about my second favorite subject, uh, BJ's. Blowjob, <laughs> um, if you will. <laughs> as you know, speaking of cream, uh, blowjob. <laughs> they got to get the cream for those eggs somehow. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, this is not Van Wilder, you guys. These are not cream-filled donuts. It's a chocolate egg. Yeah. Now, now's the time to buy uh, stock and knee pads uh, in the UK. <laughs> Anyways. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, hey. Hello, job. Whoa. BJ's Restaurants has started the rollout of its beer club. Oh, Jesus. BJ's Restaurants is rolling out its Brew House Beer Club subscription. Uh, this launched uh, yesterday, I believe. Uh, month, what's today? Wednesday? Yes. Launched, uh, I think it launched on the 1st, actually, of March. So... This is to all of its casual dining change restaurants in California so far. Um, it will be introduced in additional states during the remainder of the year, but right now it's only available in California. So the Beer Club invites customers to pay $30 up front. That'll get you two months of what BJ says are $75 worth of exclusive perks. So it's very similar to the normal, like you, you, you're the mug club, like we do a Fig Mountain or whatever. If you're a mugger or whatever, it's the same kind of thing, just a whole. But it's in instead of buying a year, you only buy two months, which is not. That's fifteen bucks not a month. I, mean, I piss that away in my sleep. Literally, I think I bought a one beer of fifteen dollars. Just leaving the house is so expensive. It's these true. Days. <laughs> true story, man. God damn. Wow. Um, during the first two-month cycle, which is kind of the inaugural one, the payback includes a 750-milliliter bottle of BJ's Signature Imperial White Ale and either a 64-ounce growler or six cans of a small-batch BJ's brew. Hmm. These are all, those are <laughs> intended for... That really hard to get out. Small-batch yeah. BJ's brew. It was. That's was a pass for me, dude. Like, there's just so much good <laughs> yeah. beer out there already. You guys think people are going to do this? Well, I mean, I think that people who are, um, I'll, I'll call them craft beer adjacent, okay, who who like BJ's, uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't? Blowjob. I mean, right? I mean, uh, why not? Um, but I think the people who like the restaurant chain and stuff, thirty bucks, fifteen bucks a month. Like, I feel like they're gonna hop in and then they'll be like, "Yeah, fuck, it's only fifteen bucks a month." Then they'll keep going, and you get that multiplied enough across the nationwide demographic yeah. as they expanded out to other states i feel like yeah so here here are the other perks that you get oh by the way if you jump in now you get a 20 ounce beer glass uh to drink it like a big pilsner glass with a logo on it that you can take home and what have you but during every two month cycle so this rolls every two months members receive two types of beers that are available exclusively exclusively through the club like as part of your 30 dollars and these are only provided in 16-ounce uh, cans or one 75-milliliter bottle. Well, so basically you're paying 30 bucks for a bottle. But you also get unlimited upgrades of 16-ounce beers to 20-ounce servings at no extra cost. 
uh, both for on, on-site consumption and where to-go beer sales are permitted. Also, members can refill their take-home growlers for just $5 with a limit of one per visit. So you Damn, can bring in your growler and fill it for $5, Damn. which is not a bad benefit. Okay, that's not bad at all. I'm They're also trying to encourage on-site visits, being that you know we're coming out of the pandemic sure. to try and get more people back once, as, as things open up. So members are also entitled during every two-month cycle to one free appetizer or pizookie, and they can take home one deep-dish pizza at no extra charge. So they're giving away free pizza. Hmm. Wow. That's probably $30. So. Yeah, that's, that sounds pretty good, man. I mean, for, for what yeah. it is, it's good. <sighs> BJ's just seems so, like, part of my youth as, like, one of the first yeah. places that I tr- – one of the first places that I had, like, a craft beer, if you will, you know? Yeah. Um, I was going to say would, the same thing, too, where it's, like, very young. Like, I remember kind of being excited about those craft beers, but that was a long yeah. time ago before like I Like the Jeremiah even, well, that's Red. that's the only one that the, I still really like. Uh, the looked. Nutty Brunette. <laughs> oh, yeah, Nutty Brunette. That was, I was trying to think of another. I think there's Sequoia Stout No, or that's something. Yeah, um, Sequoia Stout. Isn't it? Oh, is, is that? Uh, <laughs> eh, sorry, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... Want, want. But, um, yeah. but you know what though, like, like the I mean, place I, to be. I, I'm, say, I'm feeling nostalgic, like with the pizza and the pizookie. I'm kind of like. Mm. I actually like their food. Like when I'm on the road, too. like for work, BJ's food is not bad. Like they're they have a honey crisp uh, chicken salad, which is basically like chicken tenders tossed in honey mustard and a salad, mm. which is yeah. awesome. Um, their their pizzas are are their pizzas are good. I'm not a deep dish guy, but their pizzas That's are still the good. The first place I had barbecue chicken pizza was BJ's. Mm-hmm. There it is. Um, and those a number of their beers are good. Are insane, oh, those crispy puffer egg roll things? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, those are insane. They're like yeah, a so, thousand I mean, calories they, each. They're insane, but they're good. <laughs> they've got good offerings for, I mean, it's, I'm not going to bag on BJ's only because, one, I like BJ's. Oh, weed. <laughs> I like BJ's Especially on weed. Especially on weed. Blowjob. <laughs> you, get, you get too um, high, you're like, wait, what's going on? <laughs> He's like, what did I just sign up for? I paid $30 for what? <laughs> But their their food is actually not bad, and their beers aren't terrible. Jeremiah Red um, is solid. I, I I will tell you just a quick side note on that. I was working at a bank that had a BJ's down the road, and I'd go there for lunch, and I'd drink like three Jeremiah oh Reds. I didn't. There you go. At the time, I didn't know like they their ABV at the time like you just didn't pay attention. It's like seven and a half percent. I'd go back in the afternoon and be like, the. F- Fuck, uh, what? Floating how am I hammered? <laughs> What's going oh on God. here? But that was before I was like really into craft beer or anything. Like I didn't really know to even think about these things. I, I had no idea. Like I was, I was young commish. What are you going to do? Well, to us, it was just like gold compared to what the selection was at the store and like what people yeah. could afford for parties. So it was like, I don't know. That was like the like the nice place to go with your friends on like a weeknight or sorry a weekend. Because you could get good beer or like we would mix Jeremiah Red with our Berry Burst Cider and it's called a Jerry Burst. And it's actually Jerry delicious. Burst. It's so good. I'll that probably hate it good. now, but yeah, you know, 10 years ago go. I liked it. So it's, it's probably been that long. Nice. See, so this, I, I kind of feel like what they're going for is like, I feel like they're probably going to do well with it. All right, fair enough. Because lo- look at the conversation we all just had about it. Yeah. They're Everyone's had to, a phase of their life where they've been yeah. to BJ's. And, and they're not trying to be the top of the pile. No. Like, they're not trying to go. Like, 
But then yeah. there'll be someone so, else that'll take and over. And look, there's there's someone me thinking like, it. would I really spend thirty dollars and go? I spent six hundred dollars on a Firestone Walker beer club <laughs> for a year. And how's that working? We out got for our you? first shipment. Wiley and so yeah. far, so good. Yeah, so far, yeah. so good. Do you get that for free, Sancho? No, dude. I got an email explicitly saying I cannot use my budget on that. I don't know the idiot that tried, but it warranted an email for it to everyone. (laughs) Not for you, bud. (laughs) This bud's not for you. Uh, But did I I tell you guys that I did the, um, I don't know, I was at a meeting and I I was there first and they just made an example out of it. And so they gave me... um, a uh, little prize, and it was a parabola, the double barrel parabola, Ooh. and the new Anirba Anirba uh-huh. wood one. That one. So I have I, I have those. They're delicious. I've I mean I tried the parabola, and I, I still have the other two. So um, I don't know. I'm looking forward to drinking them. But uh, yeah, we have we got those, we'll and then we got dark ray. Yeah, I'm excited to okay. try dark ray. And what was that? I don't remember what dark ray is. I have, I have no idea what that is. I've never as heard of that. As far as I know, life, um, so. I just read a, um, a thing from uh, the Don't Drink Beer account on uh, Facebook, okay. which is one of the more cantankerous or grumpy accounts about okay. beer nice. that I've seen. Kind of the asshole gateway account. Um, but uh, he did quote uh, something that Firestone um, put out in that they said, this is the closest we'll get to a pastry stout. So okay. apparently gotcha. that... Not a pastry stout, but it's the closest you guys are going to get. I don't know. Um, Okay. I don't know. I have it in my fridge. I'm kind of cellaring it all. I'm going to have to drink it at some point because I don't have a lot of room in my fridge. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. So maybe I need a beer fridge now. Eh, There you go, man. Why the hell not? So, all right, we're going to move on to our last uh, story of the day. We're going down to Australia uh, for this one. Australia, mate. We're going down, I was going to say south of the border, oh. like, but no, we're going down. South of the equator. Down under, as it were. Stranded day drinkers discover that beer, air mattresses, and the Indian Ocean don't mix. Oh. Jackson Perry and Noah Palmer had taken the air mattress out and a cooler full of beer into the water in front of Palmer's Oceanside House, located just south of Perth, on Australia's west coast. Jeez. They'd intended to spend the day relaxing no more than 50 yards from the shore, but the wind had other plans. <laughs> oh, my God. We couldn't paddle against the wind, and we just kept going further and further out, said Perry in an interview with an Australian morning news program. We only aimed to be about 100 meters offshore max, and before we knew it, we were out to sea. Part me why they didn't just like get out and swim back like what the fuck right um, as soon as it started going i'd be like bye yeah. like well i i, I feel like bye. once you get to a certain point it's like you feel like it's probably too far to swim wow is what and I would honestly say. i would be kind of scared to swim in that water yeah but you know yeah like super sharky right I, yeah. everything in australia everything. can kill you just apparently. even being out on <laughs> and, one of those and floaties probably, like fucking coral reefs and shit and that like how does that not even puncture your mattress i don't know there's what? jellyfish. Why wouldn't you like tie there's... a rope? Tie a rope and have you like so you don't fucking That's float what away. We did in Oregon on the Columbia River because there's a current, and I mean it's like a barge yeah. kind of river, and I mean we tied off our little rafts to like a stake on the shore so we could float and not float away. Because you will go, you go downstream, you'll end up like in another another state. It's scary. Okay, help get <laughs> yeah. back. Um, 
So with the batteries on their phones dwindling, Palmer and Perry called their friend Tex. Oh. Who knew, who they knew was about 30 minutes away from their location. So the wind eventually carried them two and a half miles out into the oh Indian Ocean. Oh my fucking God. And then they noticed they were also gradually sinking as well because apparently the mattress was also full of pinholes. To stay afloat, Palmer would occasionally jump off the mattress every few minutes and he reinflated it manually while the duo waited for help to arrive. After three hours of drifting, fucking text, not text, text, <laughs> fucking text, arrived on a jet ski to rescue his friends. He was followed by a team of volunteer rescuers oh who helped bring Perry and Palmer to shore. I picture an armada of jet skis and people like, just like with beers going right on, mate. We will like not just, leave <laughs> you. Like there was like a rescue effort. So uh, once they, everything was done, when they were asked if they had any advice to other people who might enjoy drinking and floating on an Tie air mattress. Tie off your mattress. Perry's, but, yeah, right. He did say, definitely check the wind forecast before anything. He also expressed no regrets about his adventure into the briny blue expanse. Saying, other than that, we had a pretty good time. <laughs> that sounds terrifying. I. It reminded me a fun. bit of the uh, the rum ham episode of uh, Always rum Sunny. Ham. Rum ham. <laughs> and then they end up like on a yacht full of like Jersey bros. Like, yeah, <laughs> for so sure. Love that. Dude, I love that show. That show is so amazingly good. This is the booze cast. National days on my birthday. What? I know. <laughs> Rob McKinney. Rob Mitt. Rob it. Yeah. That's Rob it. McKinney. That's it. Good job. Thank Good you, job. Sancho. I feel better. I don't know if he has the same birthday as Cole. I don't think it. he does. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be crazy. I if had he did like though, a, right? You're a like, real. That would be a it good. Would be. I had a real mixed bag segue. of people. Not very many, but we'll start with days first. So there's a few days on February fifth. Um, the first one is like super fitting for me. It's National Shower with a Friend Day. Yeah. Oh. What's I up, know, big and dick I shower Nick? with Nick all the time. It's like my favorite thing. So. Big Dick Nick. Isn't that literally how he got his name? Is it he say, "Here comes yeah. Big Dick Nick," be, and he come helicoptering I'd be in into the, the shower? shower. And he'd be like, "Make room, Big Dick Nick's coming through," and I was like, oh, "Okay, okay, buddy, <laughs> let me step out the way." Big Dick Nick. <laughs> walking with his you know a lush did he helicopter though shaking it around going you know, I, I don't know if it had full copter but it was like bouncing around it's it more like a drone <laughs> sure sure <laughs> <laughs> or like a lasso i don't know you know there you like go a lasso. the super duper wheelie <laughs> yeah. it's going to yeah, flavor um oh man now i have to get back into the mindset for this I keep Sorry, thinking about I Big Dick to, Nick. I didn't mean to distract you. Uh, I mean. Well, it's me again. <laughs> it's uh, National Weather Person's Day, so whoever's telling you the weather oh, right now, it's very important. My my phone it's, these days. Right? I, guess. I, I forecast Coley's going to get drunk. <laughs> my, you guys are okay. feeling hot again, so it's happening. Uh, it's also World Nutella Day. Do you guys like Nutella? Have you ever had it? 
love Nutella. It's I've my never favorite. had Nutella. It's my only. It's my dessert, it's, basically. Yeah, you just take a spoonful of it, and it. Because I take a spoonful of peanut butter sometimes, so it's like the same thing. It's so good. Yep. Chocolate macadamia. Both what together. Was it that I, I'll just. I'm no shame in my game. I'll do both. Just yeah, one of each. Great. Done. What did it? What was it that I didn't have before? Uh, we talked about Veg- earlier. Um, uh, Cadbury eggs. So maybe maybe I need to do a Cadbury uh, covered Nutella just to catch yeah. up with everybody. Um, that would be just good. do it side by side. You don't have to go wild. Yeah. You sure? Because you sure? Then, well, leave that to the professionals. That sounds like something I'd do. <laughs> On just, we take a bite of the take a bite of the egg and then like when it's open, just put a bunch of Nutella in there. And just, there yeah. Oh, but Wiley really? needs to like on, get on the wheat. separate flavors yeah. first before he goes crazy. Yep. I don't know, man. Just gotta oh, catch right. up. I'm far sure. behind. Um, since my birthday was on a Friday this year, it's the first Friday in February. Is National Wear Red Day? I don't oh, know okay. where that stems mm. from, but that was the day. Oh. And also, yeah, why? Why? Um, like, I don't know. It's probably a blood gang yeah, thing. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, because they have, they have, some, they have like a tr- well. an accountant or I'm a sure. treasurer who's out there registering <laughs> yeah. days. Like, right? hey man, we need a crypt day, man. We're gonna do a national uh, wear, wear red day. Craziness. <laughs> no, that would be blood. Oh right, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Oh shit, I'm gonna get shot, <laughs> dude. Oh. Dude, what the yeah. hell? Down. Yeah, yeah, South Central, okay. <laughs> and then also the first Friday in February is National Bubblegum Day. So if you like bubblegum, yeah. Nice. Now, the. Did you guys ever eat that big league chew? Yeah, yeah. I uh, I was, that was so my jam. It was in I that was, packet when right? I was and playing like little league. Rivet, yeah, yeah. You pull it out basically like uh, you're chewing yeah. tobacco. Turns out, no, couldn't do that now. I don't even know if it's still around, but um, I'm sure if I see it, I'll find, I'll buy it next time I see it. It was pretty I, good. I go into I a lot of like, stores. I love big league chew, man. That shit was, was good. Really good. I actually liked um, so. fruit by the foot, not fruit by the foot, bub- bubble tape. Do you remember bubble tape? Oh, bubble tape. Sorry, tape. I didn't mean fruit yeah. by the foot. It's, just, it's rolled up. I remember yeah, bubble tape. tape. All rolled up in like yeah. a little canister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I used to like my jam also, speaking of things that you probably won't find around these days, you'd get like a little like, kind of like bubble tape. It was like the mm-hmm. same kind of container, but it was full of like shredded beef jerky. Oh, yeah. I like that. So It was like dip. Yeah, it was almost really? like dip or something, but and it, just it was just dissolved in your mouth. Oh, I don't so remember good. that. It, is really it was so good. good. But I remember, um, like, here I am, like, 10, 11 years old, and here I am, like, basically, like, getting primed to eventually go down the well, tobacco road. You can buy road. it. Yeah, no, because it comes in a tobacco canister. It's like yeah. one of the thin rounds, when, and, like, you can do the finger snap and everything, and then, like, yep. you get it, and it's chaw, but it's beef jerky. That's, it's amazing. That's crazy. It's so good. <laughs> Never Just heard meat. of that. Yeah, crazy. Anyway. So I guess we can move on to people born on my birthday. I, I'm kind of like Sandro. I found, like, five that I recognized or thought people would actually recognize. So the first is Hank Aaron, the American Baseball Hall of Fame right fielder. Oh, hey, good. what's up, Hank? Yeah, good one. born in 1934. That is a good one. Got um, on. Don Cherry, also born in 1934. He's a Canadian hockey commenter. The donniest right. of cherries. Don And Cherry. he was born in Kingston, Ontario. Sounds like a porn star. It does, doesn't it? Ooh. Um, and this guy was born in 1943, Nolan Bushnell. He's an American electrical engineer, but... Sounds like a porn star, too. Sorry, it's just Bushnell. Bush. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a... Bushnell. Oh, he shaves it, so there's nil Bush. Nice beaver. <laughs> he... Oh, my God. He founded Atari and created Pong. <laughs> oh, yeah. that guy. That guy yeah. rules. Dude, he Way got to go, laid. Nolan Bushnell. Yo, yeah. yeah, dude. <laughs> you know, though, him having sex is like, boop. boop. 
<laughs> and then when um, what is ha- what happens when what's the sound it makes when you lose? Something like that. Like it just. There you go. Sure. I mean, that's all I got. <laughs> Uh, the next person I found that I thought people would know is uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, the soccer player. He's Portuguese soccer player. Oh, he was actually born. He's he was born in 1985 in oh, okay. Portugal. And then the last person that I could find, another soccer player, uh, Brazilian soccer forward, Neymar. He was born in 1992. Nice. Neymar. Isn't that the name of your boss? That's Nubar. He's, Ar- he's Armenian. Oh, uh, he's yeah. not uh, was- Brazilian. I was only off yeah. by one letter. Yeah. There you go. Well, a lot of like really good letter. soccer yeah, players t- born on your day. Did you play I did soccer? Not. I did not. I bowled. I oh, was a bowler. You, you probably would have been really good. I probably could have been. Probably she was known as Coley the Boot when she was younger. Yeah, I, I just enjoyed Boop. bowling. I didn't like sports where you really had to run around and kick people and get hurt and the, the heat. It hurts when you kick a bowling yeah, ball. Yeah, it does. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to be careful with that. So, yeah, not, you know, not the best selection, but a lot of sports people, which was exciting because I do love sports. So I thought that was kind of cool. Nice. It's interesting that you had like a number of soccer players born on your birthday. Two, to be exact. I know. So so not a number, just two. (laughs) Hey, so Albert Pujols was one of the guys on my (laughs) my list, right? He's got a weird name. What kind of holes? (laughs) (laughs) Pujols. But dude, I was—I literally was just driving around today, and I heard this thing that he is like, yeah, I think he lied about his age. He's lying about his what? age. So what's the yeah, I saw he somebody... like was born on that day. Like, what the hell? I saw uh, it's not part of the some club trainer anymore. or something was like, yeah, he's not—he's uh, lied about it or whatever. Like, yeah, and I, I guess it came out a bunch of Dominicans have been lying about their ages. The whole oh, no so they're shit. making themselves a lot younger than they really are. Yeah, yeah. Why? Yeah, I think so. Because it's a young person's game. I mean, if you go yeah, try to get into fair. the league when you're in your mid twenties or whatever, you're probably not going to make it. Oh, shit. Well, look at look at how many uh, stories came out after Tom Brady won Super Bowl again. They're like, oh my god, the guy's ancient. He's thirty eight years old. He won the Super Bowl or whatever. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, you know, a few years younger than him, and I don't feel that old. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Don't don't look at me that way. Um, either way, um, yeah, no, age is a weird thing. Like. They're like, oh my god, he's ancient. He's like, I don't know, thirty-four. You're like, what? Yeah. So I get, I could okay. see that. So Wiley, I want you to teach us how to class it up for St. Patty's Day. Oh, you know what? I've got exactly the list for you then. Yeah, if we're going to keep like it classy this year. Mm-hmm. To class it up. I'm not promising anything. Oh, I am. Anything. It's a weekday. I'm keeping it classy. I'm getting my hair done, actually. I generally drink myself sober on um, Good to know. March Good to know. 17th. Well, here's the thing. I start off early and just start drinking Guinness. Ugh. And like I just do that. And I take a couple shots of Jameson throughout the day. But just keep drinking Guinness. Like I remember I actually went to a... Um, a bachelor party. It was also March Madness and St. Patrick's Day in oh, Vegas. That sounds like a fun like, day. Oh my god, that sounds amazing. Everything that weekend should have like been just two thirty in the morning. There was an Irish band playing in the Mandalay Bay, 
And I was sitting there sober drinking Guinness still after like 17 hours. I was dressed up at a lepre- as a leprechaun for like 12 of them. Um, cool. Like I was just like, it was an amazing weekend. But I like when it comes to drinking Guinness, I drink myself sober on that shit. Um, it's only when I go off the chosen path of Guinness on St. Patrick's Day that uh, things go okay. bad. I feel you on that. But that being said, uh, if you want to be classy on St. Patrick's Day, which this year I feel like if you're going to get together for a St. Patrick's Day thing, it's not going to be the normal thing where you go to a bar and it's like crazy and everyone's wearing green and there's green beers and you're just, everyone's losing yeah. their minds. It might be a small get-together. Um, there's going to be a little more uh, low-key. And so I would submit to you that if it's going to be that kind of situation, maybe up your game on your beverage level. And to that point, I offer a few alternatives to dropping green dye in your stupid Ugh. Bud Light. Um, Guinness, drink Guinness. I mean, like, just just drink Guinness. Like, I'm not even like, just do it. Um, or, um, you know, forget the Irish car bombs or whatever. Like, I think it's an American thing. Actually, I, I would argue that St. Patrick's Day is an American thing. But maybe, why don't you try these cocktails instead? I'm going to start, um, speaking of that, uh, with the very first cocktail called Conflict and Compromise. This is a tequila-based oh cocktail. It's an ounce and a half of tequila, three-quarter ounce of Midori, three-quarter ounce of fresh lime juice, half ounce of agave nectar, and if you want to garnish it, it's two slices of jalapeno pepper, some cilantro, and also garnish it with cilantro. To Sounds make like it a burrito, <laughs> <laughs> burrito in a glass, um, but Irish, so cilantro. Um, put all the uh, contents into a shaker with ice. Hard shake it until well chilled. Double strain it into a rocks glass over crushed ice, and then put a uh, tight bunch of cilantro on the top. But um, the tequila, Midori, lime juice, uh, and agave nectar with some uh, jalapeno. It's going to look really good. It's going to be kind of a greenish, and it's going to taste amazing. That sounds pretty great. Yeah, it sounds the, nice. The next one is a very Irish-sounding cocktail. It's called the Tipperary. Mm. Well, it's a long way to Tipperary. Um, Tipperary is an ounce and a half of Jameson Black Barrel Irish Whiskey, one ounce of sweet vermouth, half ounce of green chartreuse. Mm. Also, you add a, a couple dashes of bitters, and you garnish it with an orange twist. Again, you add everything into a mixing glass with ice. Stir, don't shake it, stir until well chilled. Strain it into a cocktail glass. I want to know what green chartreuse um, is. I'm looking it up. It's kind of a weird liqueur, I guess, is would be the best way to explain mm. it. Like, Not oh. something I would ever like buy and have in the house. But I do believe they have small bottles that you can buy. And it is, um, it adds accents to your cocktails, I guess, would be the best way to explain yeah. it. Like, in it the way says I think it's about the it. only liqueur in the world with a completely natural green color. It is powerful and unique. Ooh, what does that mean? Uh, that means Very it's... powerful. Uh, it's like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> gives you a four-hour oh, yeah. boner. That means... Um, it just tastes like something that would be... That's a what I'm thinking. <laughs> well, you're, you're right. It's not a Malort level situation says, but you don't use it as like you don't sit you don't sit around and sip chartreuse 
Like, it just doesn't... Well, it says how to drink it. To bring out all of its flavor, it should be consumed very cold, even on the rocks. It's traditionally considered an after-dinner drink and is more and more being enjoyed as a long drink. But I'm just... And there's, like, a list of cocktails and stuff. I'm just very curious as to what it actually tastes like. I guess... Well, I maybe guess that's I'm another segment. I guess I'm going to find out and maybe uh, touch base. Yeah, we're going to have to send Coley out on the Ooh. job to find out what's up. There you go. <laughs> All right, the next one is a Gaelic flip. This uses Bushmills Bush? Irish whiskey. For the record... <laughs> no, it's the mill where bushes oh, are made. Oh, the bush making. The bush nice making. beaver. Mill. Yes. Um, didn't I have a bush one? It would... Bush. 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 But we'll um, it for you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Thank you. I appreciate that. You guys are the best. Um, Bushmills, uh, for the record, is also one of the few um, whiskeys that I cannot drink ever again because I got hammered off it and like... Happens. It's out. Strangely enough, Jaeger, multiple oh. times, should not have been able to drink it afterwards and somehow still can. It's magical that way. I guess. Like, it knows how to keep you involved. No, that, as that shot of Jaeger that I did for that stupid challenge last season, ah. dude, dude <laughs> yeah, fucked up. Good. It fucked me up, dude. That was... <laughs> it, like, basically just... My night was... Uh, that's the best way to describe it. That's how yeah, it you say that, the but then you then you go to Colorado and almost die from alcohol poisoning. So I think it was more of you, sir. <laughs> it's the Jaeger. Sure, it's the, sure it is. <laughs> you're like, well, I did take a Jaeger. All right, so the Gaelic flip. Ounce and a, uh, ounce and a quarter of Bushmills. Uh, ounce of sweet vermouth. One tablespoon of allspice liqueur. And one third ounce of simple syrup. Also, drop in an egg. It's one of the egg ones. It's kind of the old Bull, school like, ones. Full uh, egger. Drop in an egg. Yeah, so here's here's how you make all that too. work together. Uh, yeah, Ooh. just drop that in. So here's here's how you make all that work together. Like, and it sounds scary, but there are a number of cocktails that use a raw egg as part of their ingredients. I've heard a lot of like egg whites, but the the egg, too, is that's intense. Uh, this recipe calls just for one egg. Maybe just drop in the egg whites. There you go. Wow. You know, like, you know, how about, you know, if you're going to make it at home, just drop in the egg whites. Either way, here's how you're going to make all that work once you put it in. Ounce and a quarter of Bushmills, one ounce sweet vermouth, one tablespoon allspice liqueur, uh, one three-quarter ounce super simple syrup, an egg. Add everything into a shaker and dry shake. You guys know what a dry no shake is? No ice. Yeah, what's up? Coley gets it. It's all my years bartending. Drop everything into a shaker and vigorously dry shake it. Then add the ice, shake vigorously again until well chilled, double strain it into like an Irish coffee mug or something like that, or rocks glass also might work, and then garnish it with grated nutmeg. And honestly, the pictures of this, it looks so fucking i bet you this cocktail is honestly so good it's worth it uh give that one a shot that reminds me of like an eggnog type shot there you go with the allspice yeah what's what's the cocktail i'm thinking of um i've been i've been drinking you know like you do look at me um what's the one i'm thinking of it's not a sidecar not a is it a fizz what grasshopper what is, 
No, grasshopper has egg white in it. Well, the, the uh, yeah, the traditional one. The, the one I learned did not. The one at bartending school did not teach me that. Gotcha. It's just creme de menthe and yeah, uh, white creme de cocoa. I don't know. But there is one that is a um, a very traditional. Um, not a fizz. What the fuck? Anyways, um, I'll remember it and then we'll post it out like on Twitter and okay. nobody will see it. So, anyways, <laughs> let's move on to the next one. The good cork. Good cork. When it comes to cork, this is a good one. One good cork deserves another. This one's interesting because it's an ounce of mezcal and an ounce of Irish oh, whiskey. Lord. Drop in also a half ounce of Benedictine sounds, sounds and like a couple. words. It does. <laughs> Kick your ass, brother. Yeah, professor. All up and down my stomach. Um, so it's uh, one ounce each of mezcal whiskey, half ounce of Benedictine, a couple dashes of Peychaud's bitters. You add everything into a mixing glass, stir, stir it, not shake it, until well chilled. Strain into a rocks glass. Garnish it with a slice of apple. Actually sounds really good, but I like the the mix of uh, mezcal and not. whiskey. Nothing about that sounds appealing to me. Yeah. Really? Oh, well, I bet you'd be pretty. It's hard good. pass for me too. Oh, you guys. You know what? I thought you guys like booze. What the hell? We have our we have limitations. Like boobs. <laughs> and I've got plenty boobs. of those. So there we go. <laughs> like plenty. All right. Plenty. My cup runneth over. Okay. For, for boobs. boobs? Nearly say anything more anything Fair more than enough. a handful's right. wasted. Well, there's plenty more. I know, I disagree there's with that. Plenty hard, more than a handful. Hard disagree. Like no. I, hard pass on I that. I got two bathing thought. suits. No, Riley's I got two bathing guy. suits in the mail today from Victoria's Secret and I have to turn them both because the top's just not fitting right. <laughs> it looks like you just like wrap yourself in duct tape like no, one not even. round. And they're like right up no, on your chin. No, no, it's just there's, there's <laughs> too much. It's just there's too much there. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Check out ice underscore coal underscore beer underscore for uh, pictures mm. of what those uh, <laughs> things yeah. look like. <laughs> they're, they're intense. <laughs> All right. Next one is an Irish blonde. Two ounces of Michael Collins, if you got it. Blended Irish whiskey. If not, let's get blended Irish whiskey. Uh, Three-quarter ounce orange curacao, one-quarter ounce uh, sherry and a dash of orange bitters. Delicious. Yeah, that actually would be such a great cocktail. Put everything in a mixing glass with ice, stir until well chilled, strain it into a cocktail glass. Glass. It says garnish with a flamed orange peel. Okay. I mean, I'm guessing you light it on fire and like squeeze it and like it. Flames up. Put a little 151 on it. I guess. I don't know. Either way, it's the garnish, whatever. You have to send me that one. Make, make. Send me that recipe because I am blonde. Not really, but I am. And I'm Irish. You claim blonde, so you're good. Yeah, Irish blonde. Um, that That does actually sound super, super good. So the next one is called the Shoemaker. So these, again, these are all cocktails, like cocktails. Not like you're getting hammered. Not coattails. Cocktails. (laughs) You're being classy on a St. Patrick's Day. The Shoemaker. Two ounces. 
It this one actually calls out for uh, Napogue Castle, twelve year old single malt Irish whiskey. Again, get a good Irish okay. whiskey for this one. The Irish whiskey is the star of this cocktail, so get a good one, whatever it may be. It's called the Shoemaker. Two ounces of good Irish whiskey, one ounce of sherry, one half ounce of sugar syrup. And again, you can find sugar syrup at like BevMo, Total Wines. Like you can just make it at home. Yeah. It's really easy. You can make it at home. It's sugar super easy, but like literally it's, don't be scared by the sugar syrup. You can find it almost anywhere. It's super easy to make. Um, one dash of orange bitters, and then you have a couple of raspberries, slice of orange, some orange peel. So what you do is you add the bitters, raspberries, orange slice, and sugar syrup into a shaker, and then you muddle it. Like a motherfucker. You, you muddle like then, a motherfucker. Just, muddle just that shit. Get, mm-hmm. get in on it. Then add the whiskey, sherry, and ice, and then shake the shit out of it. Double strain that into an old-fashioned glass over crushed ice. It sounds delicious and enjoy. as well. Garnish it with three sprigs of mint and a raspberry. They say express... God help you if you put four <gasps> sprigs on there. We'll fucking find you. Dude, you know what? Fuck you. Don't even, like, don't even bring that. We'll kick your ass. The first person ass. to take a picture of their drink with four sprigs gets a free growler. 64-ounce growler. Yeah, sure. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? Do it. You're welcome. Do it. Yeah, you do it. All right, last one I'm going to finish with is the easiest of everything. Um, you can actually sometimes order this in a bar. It's called a black velvet. If you just want to celebrate St. Patrick's Day in a little high, a more high-end way than normal, make yourself a black velvet. All you need is Guinness and champagne mm-hmm. or sparkling wine. If you're a Prosecco kind of person, whatever, doesn't matter. Get a highball glass or some type of skinnier glass than like a pint glass. If you just want to go ghetto casual, fuck it, get a pint glass. But <laughs> if you want to casual. raise it up a little bit, maybe maybe get a skinnier get glass than that. Fill a highball glass or whatever glass you're using halfway with Guinness. Then fill to the top of champagne, but pour that champagne over the back of a spoon so it doesn't foam up and get all weird. So you're going to kind of not activate the champagne, but pour it over that spoon and fill it all the way up. And now you have a black velvet, and it's gonna make you really happy. But that's it. That's the easiest cocktail. I've never had. I that. have. It sounds. I don't know. Oh, I've made it. So I've made it good. before, but I made it in a pint glass the same way that you do, like a half and half. So I pour the champagne in, and then I use the spoon to float the Guinness on top. And oh, interesting. Just served it to the person like that, and it worked out just fine. Um, but then, you know, I quickly I made that. They were into it, and then they're what? But they. But they wanted a snake bite. They wanted cider. And oh, cider, Guinness. yeah. So they ordered a black velvet. I made them a black velvet. They drank it, and then they're like, "Yeah, the next one, I want this. I want it with cider." I was like, "Oh, that's a snake bite." So, you know, but it was, it was, you know, cool. It was all good. Well, it's, and it's interesting because it I've heard multiple terms for, like, if you if you just like order a Guinness and mm-hmm. a whatever, like they have, like yeah. you have a black and tan. It, Everyone knows bass, black right? and tan. Isn't it bass and Guinness. Yeah. Yeah, but what about like a black and beige? What's that? No. Anyone know what that is? Mm-mm. As far as I know, that's uh, uh, Guinness and uh, Boddington's gotcha. the black and beige. Inter- yeah, yeah, interesting. Whether everyone know. calls it that, I don't know. My favorite is a black Smith. Is that Smithix? And I love Smithix. Yeah, Guinness nice. and Smithix, which is fan 
fucking tastic. When have you guys been favorite. to uh, to what's It's out in Santa Paula, Darg or not Dargan's. I have uh, been to Dargan's. Uh, spent my twenty fifth birthday there. No. What a time to be alive. Um, well, out in, out in Santa Paula, there's an Irish bar, and they have actually a list of all the different black hands. And if you do if you do them, you get like a T-shirt, and your if name. If you do goes all of the them, wall. oh shit! Yeah. And they have well, all of them about. there. It's pretty sick, dude. Yeah. I yeah. ended up on someone's lawn. I couldn't do I it. I like. I like when uh, bars do that and offer yeah, you. Yeah, uh, more incentive. people should do that kind of shit. Right? Like when I bartended at Fred's, uh, Fred's Mexican Cafe, we had a hundred tequilas there for you. You can join the tequila club, and we give you a little card that we swipe. For me. For you specifically, <laughs> nice. Sancho. Thanks, the Sancho. Oh, that's so nice, you guys. Um. But we had a tequila card that when someone ordered something, like we'd scan it, like like swipe it like a credit card, and it would keep track of all the tequilas. Once someone got through all 100 tequilas, we had an in-house, not in-house, but we had, like mm -hmm. you wouldn't sit there, but we had a, a specific artist that would then paint their oh. portrait black velvet Elvis style, like a velvet Elvis portrait, and we'd hang it on the wall, which is pretty fucking cool. That being said, the final um, the final uh, tequila, and it, got, it started to get really expensive, was Cabo Wabo Uno, which I think we charged at the time like a, God, I want to say it's $100 <gasps> a shot or something. That's a lot like of it money. It was gnarly. Like the amount, the amount of money um, to get through the tequila club, I mean, great, granted, you're like you're drinking tequila, like you're fine, like. Obviously, no one got through yeah. it one day. Like it's just like it's, like we kind of kept track, but um, I don't know how much it costs to get a, a velvet Elvis style painting, but I, I imagine it's less than what you would spend. But it's pretty cool. We'd hang it on a wall, and like it was cool. Like it was a velvet Elvis kind of style thing. That is pretty like, cool. cool. Can I tell you a really so. funny story real quick about tequila? We can end on that. It's pretty funny. Nah. So we I'm just kidding. We were at Cisco's <laughs> yeah, brunch. This is probably a couple years ago because when brunch was a thing. And um, is this a T or Westside? It was like a couple years ago, and I oh, we nice. had um, nice. I don't remember. I don't remember why we met them there, but we met uh, Tug and Shannon, and they paid for our brunch. And Nick, was like, no, 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 no. He's like, well, I'll just buy a round of tequila shots, like whatever. So the waiter, Nick, was like, oh, what do you recommend? Like, we want a good tequila, and he's like, oh, I have nineteen forty two, and we're like, oh, okay. Um, he's. That's what he offered yeah. you when you so, oh my god. Nick gets That's the crazy. bill. <laughs> it How was, was twenty five dollars a shot. So they paid for yeah. brunch and Nick got a hundred dollar bill for four shots and was like, Well, he's like, Well guys, that's why we work hard, isn't it? It well, was it's me again. I mean, yeah. God, the fucking waiter like didn't Holy even say, shit. Hey, like it's a good one, but it's this much. Like just to get just no, he offered that, like, it though. He didn't like. Sure. He's like, he didn't, oh, he was. <laughs> he's smart, shit, dude. He's, he's like, a yeah, fucking con artist, that motherfucker. Okay, cool. Made them a quick hundred and seven dollars. <laughs> so you guys shot it, right? You guys didn't sip it. We you took guys a sip and then we shot it. it. Yeah. Oh my god, that's classic. <laughs> that shit's gone actually, up in price. Twenty five dollars. It was like dude. I'm telling you, the bill was like a hundred and seven dollars, and Nick it was has. like, whatever. I so I do all this fucking overtime. We we make fine money. It's it's just a hundred dollars. I'm like, yeah, I know, but I was like that fucking waiter man, and Greg was like. Yeah. Fuck, I thought I was doing you guys a favor by like paying, like picking up the tab, and then we bought a hundred dollars worth of shots. 
Oh. He definitely like he definitely set you guys up like that waiter I know. set you so guys up. So I went up. back and had some more shrimp at their buffet because fuck that. And you're like I'm you know what? I'm gonna eat all the shrimp and I'm gonna get a waffle. Biatch. Biatch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's up now, biatch? <laughs> so yeah. Damn, I used to have a biatch drop. Damn, I need the one from Too Short. All right. Biatch. Yeah, that'd be oh, sick. Put that on good. your little list. I'll, I'll put it on my list. The one I have is from uh, Rick and Morty, where he's like, "Biatch," um, but I don't have That's it okay. now. So, the good news is uh, we have reached the end of Draft Eighty. All right. <laughs> What's up? Uh, Draft Eighty One is next, which oh, makes yeah. sense because that's the next one in the series of numerical Order. numbers, mm-hmm. as it were. No, no. Um, you can follow us online at boozeleague.com. We'll give you all the links of everything you need to do. You can listen to uh, the Boozecast uh, on those individual pages. You can also subscribe to us on Spotify, iHeart, whatever. Wherever you listen to podcasts, go ahead and go do that. Do us a favor. Give us a follow on Instagram. 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 We're doing it. Like one letter Hot. really makes a difference. It's in that. on Instagram. Um, Instagram and also Twitter at Booze League. Uh, follow us along. We do a lot of giveaways and whatnot, especially once we start doing uh, beer festivals again. Giveaway tickets and we give like we do and like we're doing giveaways. a giveaway. Whatever. If you put four we'll sprays in your whatever beverage that was. So yeah. come on, yeah. you guys. The, the growlers are super cool. Double Send walled, insulated, really hot, but keeps your things really cool. Hashtag Instagram. <laughs> and you can take it. <laughs> you can take it anywhere you want to. Instagram. That's uh. That's how I think in high school that was every day. It was like ah, Instagram. Um, I don't know. Maybe not. But um, follow us either way for more terrible jokes like that, I guess. Um, <laughs> and also, uh, if you could, uh, when you're on there, rate us, um, review us, whatever. Just say, hey, um, good, whatever. Just do you gotta it. to get the dentist us. drop where he's like, I'm a five-star man. I'm a five-star man. You remember I don't that know. one where he like gets rated? Uh, no. You got you to watch that episode. It's like a dating app one, dating episode. And there's like a way to rate people. And, uh, yeah. What show is that? that. Uh, with Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh shit! Oh, I know. What you, I I've seen that episode. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, anyways, we're gonna go finish our um, Coley. Are, are you buzzed up? Still have some beer left. We're gonna go all finish this. Finish whatever it is you're drinking. Thanks Drink. for listening. We'll see you on draft. Cheers. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. It's gotta be against the law. Look, this damn good. Hey, baby, I feel real good, and I wish I was. It's gotta be against the law. Look, this damn good, baby. Everybody, watch out. Watch out now.